You're listening to the Random City Podcast. Welcome back to the Random City Podcast. This is Jimmy in Georgia, your host, as always. And we're back to talk some random stuff, mostly Disney things this go around. And it's still odd to say that Marvel and Lucasfilm are Disney properties. I don't know. But it is. It's true. And it's been the case for quite a while with Marvel and right at a year here with Lucasfilm, which is still kind of a shock, I think, to some of us, if we really think about it. And uh, one thing I do want to touch on couple other things I've mentioned last episode. I do want to touch on briefly the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, which premiered this week on Tuesday evening. Pretty good numbers. I also want to touch on some Star Wars-related things that we kind of briefly touched on in the last episode. But I don't know, Lucasfilm. We're going to start off with the uh, the Lucasfilm Star Wars stuff. And then it probably wrap up with a brief little Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. time. But Lucasfilm being purchased by Disney last year... Um, if I remember right, I think it was like October 30th, October 31st, right near the end of the month. And I was at work. It was like, I don't know, 3.30, 4.30 in the afternoon. And I get a little bloop bloop on my phone because I have all these different news. You know, AP, USA Today, CNN, whatever. The little news pops up on my phone. Disney purchases Lucasfilm. And I don't think it had the you know the $4.05 billion price in there. Maybe it did. And then a few minutes later, bloop bloop. Disney announces episode seven, eight, and nine, or, or something to that effect. And that, like, I was taken aback by that. And, and I know there's a billion podcasts that's been released since last October that's all had their reactions to this. I do want to just briefly share, but I really was very hesitant to accept this. Like, initially, it was kind of a shock to begin with. And then thinking about someone else besides George being in control of, in this case, Disney being in control of Star Wars, just seemed really weird. I mean, the idea of them making new movies is seemed like a good thing but it took me a few days probably close to a week to really kind of come to terms with this <laughs> and then you know that's after listening to what the guys at rebel force radio had to say at the time i guess they were still over at the force cast and steve over at uh, geek out loud he and Derek had a live show that night and briefly had michael cohen on there and they shared their thoughts and you know everybody had their different thoughts and it was just a shock to me and even now like almost a year later i don't know what to expect out of episode seven and I guess that's okay. And I guess not really knowing what to expect. I mean, I expect it to be awesome, I guess. But as far as, like, storylines and stuff, I really don't... I don't know. Like, I don't care if it's matching up with Timothy Zahn or if it's, you know, any of those other things from the EU. I mean, whatever. If it had some of those elements, that's fine. If it doesn't, that's fine, too, with me. I don't care. But, like, I legitimately don't know what I want to see. Because for the longest time... You know, eight years, seven years, I've been thinking, okay, episode three, that's it. Star Wars is done. Okay, cool. <laughs> and so, I don't know. I still, I really don't like if, the fact that we were supposed to have, you know, all the rumoring um, have been going around for a year and Mark and Carrie and Harrison back. You know, it'd be great, but I don't know what they've been doing for the past 30 years. And uh, at the time, by the time the movie comes out, 32 years. That's a long time to just jump into action and officially not really know what been going on for those 32 years in between like within the movies already in between episode one and two there were what like a 10 year gap and then a 
three-year gap, I think is what most people would say, between episodes two and three, and then like a 19-year-ish, something like that, between three and four. And so you're looking at, basically, if they go with real lifetime, around 32 years from 83 to 2015. And so the universe, the galaxy, is going to be very different, um, regardless of what, what has happened. And I don't know, this is going to be interesting to see what happens here. Granted, yeah, I'll be in line at the midnight showing. I know here lately in my area, I don't know about all of you out there, I guess after the uh, shootings last year at the Batman premiere at midnight, our area doesn't really do midnight showings anymore. There's usually like an 8 or a 9 o'clock showing, and then maybe like a 10 o'clock showing, or sometimes only like a 9 o'clock showing um, now for like the early premiere. So, yeah, I'll be there for that. Like, I'm looking forward to it, but I really don't have expectations other than it will hopefully be a good Star Wars film. Hopefully they don't ruin it. <laughs> and that's really about it. And I think they're, they're doing things from what we do here, what the little we have been told officially um, seems to be good with John Williams, with J.J. Abrams, Michael Arndt. You know, Kathleen Kennedy is, has an outstanding portfolio of work that she's been involved in as a producer or whatever. And so she, she is a good filmmaker in, a, in her own right. So I don't you know, doubt the talent involved here. I just don't know what to expect, and I don't know what we'll get. And so, we'll see in a couple years, or maybe just a little bit longer than that, if the rumors about a December release are true. But we'll see. We'll find out. But anyway, that, I guess that's just a brief little reaction to Episode 7 and Disney buyout. And then I wanted to share a few things about the Clone Wars. Because, I mean, the last five years has kind of been the lifeblood of Star Wars in a lot of ways. The only real source of Star Wars when it comes right down to official George Lucas level type stuff. You know, since he was involved in all these stories and the meetings and the writer's room, a lot of these ideas came straight from him. Granted, not necessarily every single word, uh, but at least the, the basic concepts and storylines and things. And so, you know, that was really a neat thing to see. I think they struggled early on. I think a lot of people, maybe like me, I only watched like three or four episodes, and it was pretty good, but I didn't really get into it after those couple first episodes. And it took a couple years to go by for me really to give it another try and actually you know, become invested in the show. Uh, and I definitely have enjoyed it. I have the, Currently, I do have the four seasons that are currently available on Blu-ray in my collection, as well as the Darth Maul Returns DVD that was like a Target exclusive. Um, and then season five is coming out in a few weeks. Hope to add that to the collection, you know, fairly soon. I uh, don't think I'll be double dipping on the box set since there's um, <laughs> no bonus content included, and that's something we're going to talk about here briefly. But the Clone Wars, like I was on um, another podcast years ago now. At this point, uh, maybe I guess it was 2011. I was over on uh, Pop Spotting with Ryan and Jen Ozawa, who you may know from uh, the Transmission Podcast, the Lost Podcast. Excellent work phenomenal couple there that do some great things and was able to, to go on their show which was a blessing <laughs> I, I don't know it was the first time I've been able to guest on like an actual podcast you know of someone who actually does this really well and and so I thought that was a really cool uh, a cool thing but anyway episode's still up over there at uh, Pop Spotting if you look for them in uh, iTunes or whatever but one of the things I recommended was the Clone Wars and that was really when I'd first given it another try and this was kind of, I guess it was mid, mid 2011 maybe, but that's what I think that was probably right around the time I really got in listening to the Force Cast, 
which definitely, you know, was filling the gap there, guys. They were doing a, a, such a great job when there wasn't much besides Clone Wars and some toys and some, you know, a few other things here and there. There wasn't, you know, apart from the EU, definitely there was lots of books coming out pretty regularly. But for us, for us people who don't really read those books, people like Jimmy and Jason over there at the Force Cast were definitely doing a fantastic job keeping interest up and having cool interviews with people and stuff like that but anyway after hearing those guys talk about it after hearing steve over at geek out loud talk about it i finally gave it another try uh, i got a couple episodes from uh season one and it was uh, a three there was three of these two packs at walmart and i guess i guess they were even old at this time it's probably a couple years ago when they'd been released whatever and they were on clearance for like three bucks they were super cheap we had two figures and a dvd in there and i think i'd actually had seen all these episodes back when the the show first premiered back in 2008, because I remember you know watching it there on Country Network there for a few times. But it was before I had a DVR, and if I didn't catch it live, I didn't catch it, and, and I don't know if it was even available on StarWars.com. I, I really don't know. But I watched Rising Malevolence, Shadow of Malevolence, and Destroy Malevolence, and that really kind of got me hooked on the show, even though I'd already seen those. But I guess seeing those you know in succession and not having you know weeks in between those or whatever kind of helped and uh, sold me on the quality of the show and so I got back and uh, started watching through it and it's even then it still took me a couple years before I actually went out and purchased all the blu-rays of each season to you know actually see every one of them and I just watched it whenever I could you know through cable and whatnot but anyway definitely if you haven't checked out the Clone Wars I definitely say check it out it is on syndication in some areas and on our area it's on Saturday afternoons from like one to two they show two episodes a week and I think that's mostly season one. I know there for a long time, I don't know if he still is doing, Leland Chi over at StarWars.com was giving like a, a chronological order, which I guess is somewhat the way they were showing them on the uh, on the syndication, I believe. And then I picked up a Clone Wars episode guide not too long ago, and it has them listed in chronologically. Because that was one thing that's kind of silly, that you have this all out of order, which I mean, who knows. But I think that would be one reason to pick up a complete set if they did it, a complete set in a chronological order. You know, in the near future, you can have five seasons of these on Blu-ray or DVD. And then to watch them in order, you have to go, okay, season three, disc one, season one, disc two, and there's that flip-flop around. That's kind of a an ordeal. So, anyway, I'll, I'll move on from that. But definitely check out The Clone Wars if you haven't watched it. And then kind of into the uh, tag on top of that. I mean, the original plan was to make 100 episodes of The Clone Wars. Uh, most of us have heard, you know, Dave talk about that. We've heard, maybe heard George say, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to make 100 episodes of cartoon. But who knows? Maybe you haven't. But yeah, they they made over 100 episodes um, through season five. I think there was 108 episodes that have aired on Cartoon Network um, that will be you know, available on Blu-ray, DVD, iTunes, Amazon, all those things. Well, they made a good chunk of season six. Obviously, it wasn't a completely finished season, but there's a good portion of it that was completed. So in March, right, literally like a week or two after the season finale, which was a fantastic episode, don't want to spoil anything, had some interesting things about Ahsoka, because it's one of the things in the, in the series, if you're not familiar, Anakin Skywalker did have an, a Padawan named Ahsoka, a female Jedi, teenage Jedi, and so that was, you know, people have been asking, what is her fate, what's going to happen to her, will she die, will she do this, blah, 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 and so we get some answers to some of those questions there in March, and I think it was March 2nd, perhaps, somewhere in that time frame, they announced, I think it was a Monday, actually, March the 11th, they released a video saying that Clone Wars was winding down, in kind of a roundabout way, they're going to have a new series. And so, this was their 
clever marketing strategy to say, we've canceled the show, but we don't want you to really realize that we've canceled the show unless you're really paying attention. <laughs> and if it weren't for people like Jimmy over at Rebel Force Radio, Jimmy Mack, who was sounding the alarm, I don't think many of us would have even maybe even noticed that it was canceled because it was just... You know, a generic Dave Filoni. Hey guys, we're gonna do show you some upcoming scenes from some awesome story arcs. Um, and so it was. I don't. I don't know. I can look that. I think it was March the 14th. I think it was three days later, is when I started uh, SaveTheCloneWars.com. I started a uh, Facebook page to go along with that and a Twitter account and stuff. And there was a guy that already started a different you know, Save the Clone Wars um, Facebook group, but since I started a new page, I decided, hey, I'll start a new one. I think the the website added some legitimacy to that, perhaps, and so some other people, like the big dogs in the Star Wars news arenas, you know, linked to the the site, linked to the Facebook page, and we were getting the word out on, um, you know, basically the stuff that Jimmy Mack was already doing on Rebel Force Radio, really comes right down to it, and I was never really a, a spearhead of, you know, organization. It was more or less like, oh, this is what these guys are saying to do. Oh, here's a petition. Oh, here's another way you can reach out. And that type of thing. And so that's kind of been what I've been doing the past like six months. Um, when there's news, I'll post news. If there's a, a new campaign of some sort, I'll you know post the campaign like Star Wars Underworld. Uh, did a Twitter protest. Um, and that was a, got a really good response that first week. They organized that. And then we tried to continue that, you know, kind of independently for a while. And, you know, the response wasn't there. You know, I, I mean, we did it several weekends in a row. I, don't, I honestly don't remember how many. But anyway, I, do, I just want to say, if you, you still like the show, if you enjoyed it, it's not too late. Continue to reach out to Lucasfilm and to Disney. So go over to SaveTheCloneWars.com. Up at the top, there is a button, a link, if you will, that says Contact Disney and Lucasfilm. Click on that link, and you're going to get uh, all the information you need to send a letter to Disney or to Lucasfilm, to send emails to some of their representatives there, to make phone calls. There's phone numbers. There's Twitter accounts. There's all sorts of things there um, if you want to reach out and let your voice be heard about the Clone Wars that you want it to continue. Or another thing we've, we've been encouraging people to do is contact them if you want this released on DVD and Blu-ray, um, which is kind of the latest controversy about the bonus content they announced back in March. Um, as we talk about bonus content, that's one thing that was announced in the little video was that the stuff that's already been prepared and... I, Apparently, some other material they were going to be, you know, as close to completion, they were going to complete it and release it. Well, you know, that was six months ago. We still don't know how, when, why, where. <laughs> and the most recent rumors have circulated around Apple TV. Um, Jedi News was reporting that. Never Before Radio has talked about it. Everybody, you know, anyone in the Star Wars news community has, you know, reported on that, that rumor at some point. There was an article yesterday that a guy shared with us, Andy PG, over at Facebook.com, that saved the Clone Wars over there, um, about Bob Iger talking about some digital content, you know, maybe coming out through Amazon or Google or Netflix. And, you know, look for, you know, Disney branded things coming out in different ways, not necessarily on a Disney channel. So that kind of speaks to possibly the bonus content, maybe not. And then there's all sorts of little rumors over here and there. Like Tom Kane has been on Rebel Force Radio and he's been on the Full of Sith podcast. He's been on uh, Bombad Radio and stuff. Like I know he's said they've, they've recorded basically like 20 or 22 episodes of season six. He's, I've heard him say a couple times now that he, he thinks there's pretty much only going to be eight episodes of season six released. 
pretty much at least that's that's what he's indicated and i know we've had two episodes of season five that weren't released with the clovis arc so if that's the case that would be 10 more episodes that you know have gone unreleased to this point but i don't know it's hard to tell because we've gotten three clips we got a clips of what looks to be an order 66 type not necessarily an arc maybe it is who knows um, at least a, a order 66 type storyline and we got a a, a glimpse of a uh, Master Plo Koon, possibly from what we can tell, investigating something with Master Sifo-Dyas on a, uh, a like a remote planet and finding his lightsaber or something. At Star Wars Weekends in, in Disney World, we got a clip of Anakin helping Yoda escape from like the Jedi Hospital. And we've definitely heard from Tom Kane, there's a Yoda arc. And those other two may or may not be related. Possibly they are with the, uh, the Order 66 and the Master Sifo-Dyas thing, who knows. And so that could be the same thing, that could be three different storylines... But we'll see, I guess. Hopefully soon. <laughs> but I know one thing we keep seeing over and over and over and over and over on the Facebook page. People don't want this to be an Apple exclusive that stays Apple exclusive. That's the only way it ever gets released. People want a physical copy of this. They want a DVD. They want a Blu-ray. They want to add this to their collection. They don't want to just be able to stream it if they have a little Apple TV box. Like, I have an Apple TV box. I actually bought one a couple months ago. And so if it's on there, that'll be great. I can watch the episodes. But if that's the case, after a few months, they should still release it as a as a set, just like they would if it was on Cartoon Network. I mean, that would make the most sense because you're not really making much money apart maybe some kind of ad revenue if it's on Apple TV. If it's on a DVD or Blu-ray, you're actually making money from sales. And I still think there's something underlying here that we're not seeing um, whether it be something to do with the Warner Brothers and how you know this the Cartoon Network and Warner Brothers were distributing, not only you know airing the show, The Clone Wars, but also distributing the DVDs and Blu-rays. So maybe there's some really weird legal mumbo-jumbo here. Maybe they can't do that. I don't know, but if that's the case, I think at some point in the near future, whatever the announcement is, they need to come out and say that. They need to be honest and say... You know, we would love to have this on DVD and Blu-ray. Unfortunately, due to some legal concerns, we cannot. You know, so we're going to be able to share the content, but we can't release it physically. I mean, if that's the case, they need to tell us, I feel like. But anyway, that's kind of what's going on with the Star Wars The Clone Wars bonus content and a a brief little discussion. Nothing new there, just kind of a recap of what's been happening for the past several months. And again, if you want to contact Disney and Lucasfilm, go over to SaveTheCloneWars.com. Click on Contact Disney and Lucasfilm. You have all the addresses, the emails and Twitters and all those things. If you if you do want a DVD or Blu-ray, tell them, hey, we don't want just Apple TV. We want a physical copy of this. And uh, let them know. But anyway, that's going to wrap up uh, kind of a brief discussion of some Star Wars-related things. And then we're going to move over into just a brief time of talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, over the past like five years, most of us probably, if you're listening to this, have seen the Marvel movies, whether it be Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3 at this point, Avengers, Thor, about to have Thor 2, um, Captain America, Incredible Hulk is kind of a different thing back in 2008 with, you know, whatever, it's still tied all together. And so um, not only have they, you know, culminated this story back last year with the Avengers, now they've branched off into TV, which I think is a brilliant idea. And I really hope that this is successful and this kind of gives them a model, again, to work with the Star Wars universe. Because I mean, they're basing their plan for the Marvel, uh, for the Star Wars movies based on the Marvel movie success. So that's a good idea. And so if this Marvel TV show tie-in to the movies works out really well, 
that'll be a good sign that, hey, we can do this with Star Wars. Yay! So, <laughs> anyway, uh, I watched the pilot, as many of you probably did, Tuesday night. And I liked it. It wasn't the greatest show ever. It wasn't, uh, you know, mind-blowing or whatever. But I, I liked the uh, the fact that Agent Coulson was in it. I liked that that Maria Hill, um, a.k.a. Colby Smolders, was in it. I mean, kind of a brief you know time in there, but that was really cool. I was excited to see that. And so I think I've got a pretty cool thing going on. I love the ending. The, I like Lola, the, the Corvette. It's very cool. Very cool. I don't know. I just really hope they continue with what they got started there. Because I think it's a good starting point. Because obviously we're not going to see Iron Man and Incredible Hulk and all those people every week. And so, I mean, that makes sense. And so I feel like they, they got us off to a good start. And, you know, there's other threats out there. There's other supers out there, whatever you want to call it. And I don't know I enjoyed it. I really did. And so one thing I really have always enjoyed about Joss Whedon shows, not that this will be, you know, really heavily influenced by Joss, I guess, in the long run. And I guess, you know, he's around developing the show, he's around everything. But he's known, and I guess maybe his associates, like his brother, I think it's his brother Jed, or maybe it's his son. I think it's his brother. Um, they're known on their shows for their witty banter. I loved that in this first episode. Just some of the comments, some of the little snide things they said. And then not only that, a lot of the geeky things they said. Um, referencing, you know, Star Trek or whatever. It was just some cool stuff. Um, and just geek geek moments or whatever. So definitely we'll continue to be watching this show and, and hoping that it'll uh, it'll do well. And uh, lead and lead the way for a Star Wars show. That's personally my... Uh, my uh, desire for it but anyway i guess that's going to wrap up this brief episode of the random city podcast we'll tell you real quick how you can find us you can find us in itunes uh you search random city podcast there's also a link to our itunes listing at randomcitypodcast.com also rss feed listing um if you're listening to some other way besides itunes we are on twitter at random city that's at random city you can find us on facebook again you just search for random city same thing with google plus and then you can call in or text us here at the show at 773-71-RANDOM. That's 773-717-2636. And so we'd love to hear your random thoughts about Star Wars, about uh, the Clone Wars, about Episode 7, about the Avengers or the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., whatever it might be. And so uh, feel free to contact us in any of those sorts of ways. And uh, I guess that's going to wrap us up. And so for the Random City Podcast, I am Jimmy in Georgia. Peace.